Welcome back to the second season of Refuse Ordinary. Um, we're so happy you joined us today. So with me today, I have some very special guests. I have Blaine Sam. He's in level three of the School of Transformation. And I have Johnny Bowers. He's a level one leader at the School yeah. of Transformation. So welcome to both Thank of you. you. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Yes. Yeah, so, very honored to be here. Right <laughs> yeah, this is cool. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, some of your story, Blaine, and because uh, you recently did a testimony video about yes. um, sharing a little bit of your story. You, you In this testimony, you shared about how you were in a lot of brokenness and trapped by your struggles and um, walking away from your faith and just kind of life falling apart. Um, and then you met Jesus and oh, your world did a 180 and um that's been a whole journey of walking out his forgiveness and forgiving yourself and learning to love yourself and stuff and family reconciliation all kinds of things um and so would you mind telling us a little bit more about that about your story um and then yeah let's just start a little bit about where you are at and then yeah. go into uh, the transformation that happened. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if, I think with my story, it's there, there's a lot to it, and I think it, it goes back to that I was I was raised in church, and I knew what I was supposed to do. And it, yeah. it was funny to you say testimony. I would I would be the guy in church for like for eight years. I was like, hey, these guys have great testimonies. And I'm just the guy that just kind of didn't have anything cool to say, right? right? Yeah. And then, um. You know, I think it was like eight years into my Christianity, and and it was a okay Christianity. I'd probably yeah. typical American Christianity uh -huh. of just trying to do the right things, right? Yeah. Pray and read every day, and you know, be faithful to your your you know your spouse, and, and be mm. a good dad, right? And, yeah. Uh, what I didn't see back then was probably that I was really doing it out of my own strength, yeah. right? And mm. uh, for me, I started. Uh, taking control into my own hands and being like, well, you know what, this isn't working. So I'm gonna try something else. I'm gonna try something else. And so yeah. I allowed sin into my life and, and uh, just to be vulnerable. Um, and it's, I'm very ashamed of it, obviously, is, a, is I, I cheated on my wife. Mm. I broke my kids' hearts. Yeah. Uh, she even took me back after for a couple wow. of years. Um, but that sin just, uh, that, that what I thought was a real relationship mm -hmm. with Jesus just wasn't. Okay. It just wasn't, and it was a performance-based Christianity. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, that came out in the wrong ways and dysfunction. And and so I I, I, I did. I committed the, like, the ultimate sin of, of cheating on my wife, mm. and, and it broke my marriage. And all of a sudden, uh, uh, after we had gotten back together, she decided to leave. Okay. And um, I was on pain meds at the time, mm. so I, I was deceived into thinking that it was okay to take what I was taking, but yeah. really I was addicted. She saw that. Mm. I wouldn't listen to her. Mm -hmm. uh, she decided to leave and, and it tore my world apart. Yeah. I no longer looked to Jesus. I no longer looked to religion. I never mm. know. I didn't even go to church anymore. And I was drumming every Sunday. Yeah. Um, I've preached a few times in the church mm. on a Thursday, you know, and uh, and so all of a sudden I said, I, I just just discarded Jesus. Yeah. And uh, I just started to numb, numb more and more. I started you know, smoking weed. I started mm. going to the bar every night once uh, once my divorce papers came and said, you're single by the state of California. Wow. And it's just like, you know what? I'm Get mine. Right. Yeah. So I went yeah. to the bar every night and, 
you know, yeah. uh, taking, you know, different people home. And then all of a sudden mm. it wasn't even just that it was, it was, uh, the different drugs I was taking. It was, uh, you know, weed became cocaine, cocaine mm. became meth. Wow. And that was something I, I never thought I would ever touch in my whole life. I was a good <laughs> yeah. Christian kid yeah. with a good testimony. Yeah. Right? I was supposed to, How'd you get that far? You yeah. know, like I'm supposed to be like raising kids in orphanages and yeah. planting churches across the world. And here I am wow. uh, destroying my life, like yeah. losing my family situation or my home, my living situation, lost three jobs. Yeah. Um, my visits with the kids were no longer quality. It was all about me. Yeah. Uh, and I became homeless. Wow. And like. I guess there's homeless out there that have had it worse than me. I was living out of my car, but yeah. still homeless and just yeah. no trust. My grandparents, my, yeah. my mother, no one trusted me and wow. discarded me and like don't even come into my house to use a restroom. Like, wow. wow. Uh, because I was just doing drugs in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that's what I was doing. And yeah. uh, there came a point where it's like I, like I really thought about taking my own life. However, yeah. I felt trapped in that because I, I didn't want to take my own life. And then my kids mm -hmm. not have a father. Right. You know, um, my, my dad died when I was two. So I was like, yeah. how could I do that to them? So I felt yeah. trapped in this place of emptiness. And wow. uh, it was one day in the car. I, I, I was like, I do know a solution. Yeah. But it would it would mean I need to acknowledge Jesus again. Hmm. And, and like I was high. So I was like, what, how, what is this worth? I was like, you know, I need to try. Yeah. And so one morning I uh, I, I said, you know what, Jesus, I, I said the prayer. Yeah. And and. uh and immediately, the, the a lot of the shame started lifting. Started okay. lifting. Wow! Uh, like a big weight, like that yeah. first weight of just like all my sin. Yeah. And like, hey, I see you, son, and I, I want you. Yeah. Um. And then it was a journey of of, of recovery. Now yeah. I had to find a recovery recovery place. I needed to stop doing drugs, you yeah. know. Um. And so I I went down to L.A. tried a a, a recovery program down there. I. Uh, had some good worship down there. Um, yeah. I came back up to the Bay Area and went mm -hmm. to a place there. Yeah. And, and it, things just didn't really fit. And, and okay. I think Jesus really had a plan for me to come here to Orville. Because yeah. uh, you know, my ex-wife worked for a, a company here that mm -hmm. was connected to Helping Hands, which is our, okay. our mm. con you know, volunteer recovery uh, kind of work day, work day workforce, yeah. you know. And Helping Hands was uh, – soon I was on Helping Hands here and uh, – so this is a really good program up here. So yeah, and it was close to the kids versus LA being ten right. hours away. Right. Um. And so anyway, so uh, coming here the first day, I met I met Nick Zeppi, and he and it was a life group, right? And it's like fifty guys in one room. I'm like, oh my <laughs> goodness, like yeah. I had been clean for about a month and a half already, and I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, this is a lot of. And they just kept saying like, you you found the gold, you found the jackpot here. Yeah. But they didn't say it was Jesus. It was just it was... for those who don't know, Father's House Church has a recovery program. Yes. Yeah. Life Recovery I'm Ministries. Which is awesome. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. Twelve month program. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um for me, the where I've really started to see the turn was when I saw Jesus in men that were leading yeah. me. Okay. And I never had that my whole life. I never yeah. had men that actually like took me under their wing and said, mm -hmm. do what I do. Right. Know? Instead, it was always like, do what you think is right, or I'm going to preach something to you, or, mm -hmm. you know, just get what you can out of this message and make the changes necessary on your own, yeah. you know, like and yeah. that just wasn't working for me. And so uh, as I began to follow men like Johnny, he was my level leader and level <laughs> one, and, uh, I was still really insecure after my after my 12 month program. And okay. Johnny helped me kind of reacclimate to the world, <laughs> you know, um, 
he called me out on a lot of my stuff you yeah. know and it's like you're you're not being real you're putting on masks you're uh, doing all these and, and for me that's just what i knew to do yeah perform and mm-hmm. and people please and yeah i think that if i could say anything it's just that when we're in church you can be still around people but still be alone yeah yeah Right. If you're not being discipled or seeking out community, seeking out people that are going after something solid, um, you can still be alone. And it's like Blaine's story is he was around a bunch of Christians yet still had these moments of where where temptation would creep in and little compromises would creep in and you're in that place by yourself. And so mm. where it's like where he comes into level one, yeah. it's like we're all up in his business uh, oh, yeah. in a good way. Right. We're gaining relationship. We're gaining trust with each other and everything's out in the open so that he can have that 180 conversion from being somebody that went from living in a car to (laughs) now be playing on the playing on the worship band again after just years of just him putting in the work and just being being led by Jesus and being led by men that are trustworthy and gaining relationship yeah and uh, and i think for me it's the biggest thing is my kids yeah when i think about the the story and the fruit of my life what do i want i want my kids to know jesus yeah that's right because if i know for me without jesus i would literally be homeless have nothing yeah and for mike for what what would what would my life's value my life's worth be what would the best response to jesus be for all he's doing for me yeah like, yeah, being clean, being sober, being free of sin, mm-hmm. being free of all the shame is great. But what can I do yeah. for him? And yeah. what is my response to him? Yeah. Well, that doesn't just come overnight. The change is in my trust mm-hmm. in who I trust. Yeah. Trusting myself, being trustworthy, being allowed that in my life. Like yeah. my living situation. I have a place for my kids to come visit yeah, on the weekends. And my kids have seen that consistency and they see yeah. that fruit. And they're like, wow, these people do trust my dad. I can trust my dad too. Yeah. Um, my identity and who Jesus is and, and the father. I'm like, hey, I am a son. Hey, I I, I have a, I have a purpose in life. And, yeah. and I don't have to believe the lies yeah. that the enemy has. That yeah. Like, no, you're not worth it. You're rejected. You're same old story. Like, no, I, I have purpose in my life. And I'm yeah. called here for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I get to tell my kids that. Yeah. And they get to see that fruit and they, they get to participate in all the, the mud run. They get to participate yeah. in Lights of Hope and they yeah. and they come expecting that right. now. And so for me, like, hey, like I can't say I've changed 180 degrees because I'm still changing. Right. That's right. Good. I yeah. think that's the hardest part about <laughs> preparing for this today is like, I don't see much change. But you know who does see change is my kids. Yeah. yeah. My mom. Uh, yeah. My mother who was like, you're not allowed here anymore. Right. Uh, comes to me for advice on my siblings. Yeah. Blaine, can you help me pray for them? Blaine, what should we do? Do they need to come to Orville? Yeah. yeah. I said, Mom, you know, let's just let's just trust Jesus, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> the one thing that we always get told, let's just trust Jesus. I said, yeah. Mom, I'm trusting Jesus. Yeah. Let, let you let's let's trust Jesus in this situation. And yeah. he comes through. Yeah. He comes through for them. And I never thought that I would be that place for my for my parents. Yeah. That, you know? Um, so God knows what he's doing. Yeah. And as, as I still change, I'm, I'm just really looking forward to what's next. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm in level three. There's so much more to go. Yeah. Further up, further in. Right. Yeah. And, uh, to start saying, and I, it's like, <laughs> I, I see, like, there's always the temptation of like looking that way, but it's like, no, nope, I'm, I'm going this way. Yeah. You know, cause, uh, you know, yeah, doing it for my kids, but like yeah. really, and, and this is the change that's happening now. Yeah. Is, is, is Jesus worth me giving up everything? 
now. Yeah. Every little bit of me. Yeah. Even if like nothing else was on the table, like even if like my kids weren't on the table, is mm. he enough? Yeah. Uh, to keep mm. changing. Yeah. And in that, he's he's showing me some pretty cool stuff. That's you know. Cool. Um, yeah. There's a lot there. That's so. amazing. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. like I, that. Yeah. It's like miraculous, just that, like from living in your car and not having contact really with your kids to like here on a podcast telling other people about where you're at and and like just that whole transformation of like Hmm. that's just a miracle like it's amazing and just your life is just a testimony of of the lord's love and pursuit of his children which is so cool yeah yeah you know i was was really lazy (laughs) back in the day and had uh i was unreliable and 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 didn't work any hours when I was homeless. And now I, I work 18 hours a day. Yeah. I'm in the SOT light department, which is great because I yeah. love teaching. And I, I I used to work in a career of teaching. I, yeah. I get to be in maintenance and yeah. get to be with really cool people like Kurt and Nolan and yeah. um, learn from them every day. Get mm-hmm. to learn electrical, right? Yeah. And so that's another shift of my day. And then yeah. I have a I have Taco Bell at night. And yeah. I get to minister to the world through, through uh, nacho cheese. It's yeah. great, <laughs> you know. And so in that, like, uh, I, I'm also learning something there, and like yeah. giving, giving my life away. And what does that earn me? It earns me an amazing time with my kids. Yeah, you know. And that's uh, so cool. I never thought I'd have that. Mm. Like for the first time, I actually feel like I have my 14 year old son back. Yeah. Um, it was his birthday this past weekend, and I, I got to tell him about when he was born. Yeah. And uh. How he was so healthy that night that yeah. they let him stay in the room with us okay. when they usually take him to the nursery. Right? Yeah, and so I, I held him in that that daddy chair next to the bed in the <laughs> hospital room, right? Uh, and I held him on my chest all night, and I told him, I said, "Son, that was that was the best day of my life." Yeah, and uh, I think that'll be a story he'll remember. Yeah, and uh, but for the first time, yeah, I, I in what five years, I definitely feel like I got my son back. Yeah. That's incredible. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's amazing. So, Johnny, I know yeah. I know some of your story too, and um, you also have a pretty crazy story of going one way and the other and experiencing Jesus, yeah. and now you're a pastor at the Father's House Church and leading Level One students. And but there was a change that happened there, so. Would you tell us a little more about that? Yeah, I mean, in a in a nutshell, my testimony was I was the singer of a heavy metal band. I'd, mm. uh, I would just played music all my life, and I had long hair, and I was crazy, and just screamed, and you know, <laughs> were metal and scary, and uh, I wish I knew. I just it, it doesn't really matter. It's like it's like like Blaine says, like he grew up in church, and I didn't grow up in church. I yeah. grew up raised raised by bikers and yeah you know just a fast lifestyle of rock and roll and um but the this the solution is the same that jesus meets us wherever we're at yeah and brings us to this decision moment in our lives where will you follow me yeah or will you not Mm -hmm. you know will i be real and and drop everything and pick up my cross and follow him and i think i was just I was at that crossroads where many people have been where I was just tired of the life that I lived. Yeah. It was, it wasn't like, it wasn't fulfilling. Yeah. Even with the success that we were having wasn't fulfilling. I still had self hate and I still have confusion about what what was my life? What am I doing with my life? And it was just like in that moment with meeting Jesus, will you follow me? Yeah, I'll try it. 
I've tried yeah. everything else. <laughs> I've tried it. Yeah. And so it's like, I still don't like my life. So let's give this a shot. And yeah. I realized that he was real. He became real to me. And it was just, I kind of never left. I never looked back. Yeah. I, I sold all my band equipment, sold my uh, van, quit my <laughs> job, quit my band and just said, I'm going after this Jesus guy to see what it's all about. And, yeah. And my life just blossomed. My life just became something that I actually enjoyed. I, I liked myself. I liked what I saw in the mirror instead of just feeling self-hate all the time. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. If anybody ever asked like, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? They, if and I, <laughs> they said pastor, I would have called him a liar. It's like yeah. I would never have ever thought that that would be the, the thing for my life. I kind of was banking on the fact that I was just going to be a washed up rock and roller until, <laughs> until I died, you know, but uh, I just love my life. I love being able to just lead other men out of the depths of hell that they were in, you know, just like me and Blaine, we've done a lot of work together. Yeah. And, uh, and now I, we're friends and, you know, it's like, it's not like he's just my student. He's one of my friends. Yeah. And, uh, it's a, the joy of, yeah, you did. He was helping (laughs) me re remodel my house and shot a piece of tile at his face. Yeah. That's great. Yes. Uh, that's metal. That's metal. (laughs) 15 (laughs) stitches later, blood everywhere. But I just, Jesus just changed my life. He brought me to my knees and brought me to this decision to follow him. And it's the best decision I ever made. Yeah. That's so cool. Both your stories are so powerful. And I feel inspired. And I'm sure everyone listening feels inspired as well. That like, you know, I mean, the places you were at, which were both very different, you know, but like Jesus met you. And now you're like full steam ahead this way, you know, and and. Like there, it's such a hopeful story, you know, even like, cause it was from both in such places of like no hope or like the future didn't really look so bright, you know, um, or you didn't like allow yourself to dream very big, you know, right. um, to like insert Jesus and suddenly the whole world opens up in, yeah. in like this passionate, powerful pursuit of something bigger, you know, um, and you are both changing people's lives, yeah. you know, and and you have a powerful testimony, you know, and that's really cool. So thank you both yeah. so much for being on this podcast. Um, this yeah. is really cool. Um, if you guys have any questions about this topic, please reach out to us. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Visit our website or come visit us in person. We'd love that. Um, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us at Refuse Ordinary. I hope that it was both challenging and inspiring in your walk with Jesus. If you have any questions at all, please comment below. We would love to hear from you. I have three different ways in which you can get involved at the School of Transformation. First, we have our flagship full-time in-person school right here in beautiful Oroville, California. Next, I have School of Transformation Light, which offers um, part-time modules, in person and online on Sunday mornings. Last but not least, I have School of Transformation Light on the move, which distills all the topics and teachings of the school into a video series, which means that you can watch it wherever you are. If you have any questions or would like more information on any of these options for school, please head to transformationschool.org.